You're now entering a restricted zone. Welcome to Area 52. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Area 52 podcast here deep underground at the Area 52 secret recording facilities. Hi, guys. <laughs> you guys just, I didn't know if you were waiting <laughs> for like an introduction. I'm like, yeah, people know you're here at this point. Yeah. Right on. Um, we were just outside because... This is now we've End told you guys before weather going on here, you know, that that our facilities are buried somewhere under the uh, under the valley of Salt Lake City, Utah. So deep. And <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> are you ca- are we calling live links? What just happened? Wow. Right. <laughs> We're all here waiting to talk to you. <laughs> waka, 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 wow. Waka. Uh I'm a little hot under the color. Uh, <laughs> Explains my Saturdays, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah well, that's where you go. Yeah. Um, but we were just outside taking pictures. In fact, we'll get them posted onto our Twitter of this this massive storm that's sitting over us. And like I said, here in here in Utah, it was literally 80 degrees two days ago. It was. Like 80 it was so nice. degrees. No, I mean, walking around, no jagging, no yeah. nothing. Windows down. It was down. almost so hot. It was like almost unbearable yeah. hot, yes. like midsummer yes. heat. We took our dogs, our dog to the park on a few walks and, you know, it was just beautiful weather. We're like, great. Warmth is here. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then it just took a fucking nosedive mm-hmm. and it, it got like, little rain super and... cold. This morning when we were going to bed, uh, it was snowing, like blizzard, yes. blizzard ass yeah. snowing, like, full what, three, on snowstorm, four three four a.m. Yeah, five, five o'clock maybe. Yeah, ridiculous. Just, yeah, totally ridiculous. Snowing, and then we woke up and it was clear but cold. And now there's this, what looks like it looked like a giant ghost ship <laughs> sailing in of this giant storm front. So we have a window right out, uh, right. Well, a window, uh, a viewing screen to the surface. <laughs> <laughs> How long are we going to keep up this charade? What are you talking about? Uh, I took it's an a monitor that shows here. us the, the temperature. Um, but no, and, and eventually it's going to start doing something. It has to. It's it's just too blustery. It out looks there. like the big face from Rick and Morty. If there's any Rick and Morty fans out there, we just Show started me that. What you mm-hmm. got? We're like what three episodes in? Did two. you guys just start it? It's brilliant. Well, you will yet, love we're it. About to start the. Finish. Yeah, we're about oh to start my three. God, so we, it is so great. It really is. It's, it's smart. So it's funny. funny. I like uh, how I like how uh, well written it is. Yeah, it is yeah. definitely. Um, did you see the? We we watched it again. the The court thing that they did with no, Rick and Morty. Uh, I haven't so, seen that one. So there was it's, okay. It's really funny. It's just like this video <laughs> clip. Yeah, uh, of the courtroom. Well, no, it's it's so somebody brought um I I I don't know his name, the creator of the show. Um, I guess like a transcript, or he found a transcript mm-hmm. of an actual interaction between a judge and a client. Oh no, and. It's the craziest, or, or judging a defendant, mm-hmm. and it's the craziest thing you've ever heard. So he has uh, Morty be the judge and Rick be the, and they go, and he <laughs> awesome. reads it. So he did this and <laughs> recorded it, and then eventually it was animated. So uh-huh. it's actually a short little back and forth. And Between it's the, them. It's so funny. Oh my God, it's I the craziest it. thing and you've ever you heard. Go to, like, you're watching it, and the, some of the stuff that's being said is the craziest, is the craziest shit, and you're like, 
oh yeah, this is real. This, yeah, this is, really, is real. This was really what was this said. Was this was really from a courtroom. Courtroom transcript. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'll, I'll share it. Oh, yeah, yes, please do. It's really watch it. That sounds great. Before we get started on the topic, there was a few things that were interesting and in the news this week. Um, one was uh, a giant something washed up on the shores of Indonesia. Which, oh, that creepy creature. Yeah, I think most people have kind of settled on the idea that it, it is probably a giant baleen whale. It's interesting, though, because somebody pointed out that, well, I and mean. now it, everybody knows what a baleen whale is because, because well, whale, because creature. I have, I've never heard of this. So. Well, because they, they said, uh, you know, it has this giant kind of skin under it where it can, like, expand and and get you know huge amounts of water that f- that fill this the baleen in this water the little algae that floats in the water that's what they oh. eat so they can it's like a giant netting system and it, oh. it expands so they said well you can see that in the jaw bones and some of these stuff it's just a decaying well that you know its skin has changed color and stuff but it's giant i mean it's huge and where it washed up like people are saying like this is a very interesting statement about global warming you know these this this well this giant well out of its territory just and washing up and I mean, it's massive, and the area that it's washed up in doesn't look like a whale could fit or should be there. Yeah, that's why I was like, I don't think it's a whale because yeah, it, it seems like did it fall out of the fucking sky. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. seem like a big ocean area. Yeah, it's not like a giant beach. It's an inlet. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's interesting. I don't know how the whale got there. Much more about it. I just saw those pictures. Hmm. Weird. Um, another thing. Speaking of Mystery uh, Blubber, <laughs> <laughs> they're one of my favorite bands. <laughs> um. Scientists this week, Canadian scientists this week, uh, well, I, I heard about it this week. I can't say they unveiled it this week, but it was all over social media that they found the fossil of a dinosaur that is the most well-preserved fossil. Did you see this, uh-uh. Melissa? I it is it. literally the most well-preserved fossil that they have ever seen. It Like, the skin is intact. The oh, organs are cool. intact. This yeah. looks like a dinosaur mummy. I mean, when you look at it, here, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll bring it up. I believe I saved the link. Um, it is... It is absolutely nuts. It's yeah, like the Iceman. Look like at this. When they found the preserved. Look at this. It's really cool. That's the video. Uh, Melissa can watch this and g- get on the mic so you can hear. They can hear your response because this is what they. This is what they I am found. Watching the video now. I mean, this is they, they've got the spikes intact. They've got the back intact. It's like a giant That's kind so of crazy. They call it a road rodentosaurus or something it looks like a big ankylosaurus like one of those big armored like <laughs> yeah it creatures. looks like armor yeah An but it's i mean this is this is the first <laughs> ankylosaurus ankylosaurus oh, yeah. it just sounds like the ankylosaurus now yeah the ankylosaurus <laughs> was like that's a whole other story yeah. the ankylosaurus the ankylosaurus <laughs> <laughs> All of them kind of were. Doesn't matter. Bron- yeah, those they had those big. They were. That's where cankles came from. Dinosaurs had cankles. Yeah, that's where the, they. Yeah. How neat to have it so preserved though, and be yeah. able to see that. It's pretty crazy. So, um, you know, I can't wait for the for the <laughs> creationist to to go. Hey, well, oh this proves nothing. <laughs> Dinosaurs are still the fake things we believe them to be. Uh, yeah. Um, something cool also, real quick, that happened to uh, Danny and I. We were, um, you know, as, as, as some people might know, we, we live uh, at night 
We're up at night, sleep during the day. Nocturnal people. We, we are, yeah, you too. Yeah, you're up at night, you work nights. So. <laughs> you work in a blood bank. Yeah, you, your <laughs> life is yeah. blade, essentially. <laughs> like, that's what got, life you lead. You've already got some <laughs> qualifying factors. Yeah, I feel like you just go to work. Totally a day walker. <laughs> you just go to work and like 90s techno kicks in. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I love the blade oh soundtrack. I still love that so soundtrack. So funny. But we were we were out and we were we went shopping. We were at the grocery store. And it must have been what about three o'clock, three, four, five. What what time in the morning was it? Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, something early. like that. Early. And we came out of uh, out of the grocery store and again right over our heads, uh, like an asteroid, not like a shooting star up in, the, but like a flaming. We saw the the flame there was fire. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was oh like, you know how, like it, you know how it like disintegrates and starts breaking yeah, apart. Yeah, like it when did it that. enters the atmosphere mm-hmm. or whatever. It did that. Like we watched oh, it burn up in the so atmosphere. Cool. It was super cool. Mm-hmm. Wow. I've never seen that before. And it with wasn't my own something. Eyeballs. It was interesting too because it kind of proves like that's why there aren't more, you know, people go, well, how come we don't capture more things on, on video? More yeah. UFO sightings or Bigfoot. We literally walked out. There was there would have been no way unless we were filming the whole time yeah, to just, just look up and have it. Out. No chance. I mean, but it was like so it fast. was so just That's like cool. like just broke up across the sky. It was so cool. That just like in a movie. Cool. It was so cool. Yeah, yeah. It it really did. It looked That'd like be. a movie effect. It was like blue and uh-huh. green and uh, crazy. Wow. Um. So yeah, that's kind of the week. Uh. Other than that, what anything going on in your weeks? No. Since the last time we were here? Mm-mm. Join a cult? I didn't join a cult yet. Nobody joined a cult? I didn't start a cult yet. I've started taking notes. I drank some Kool-Aid. To... Did you have some Kool-Aid? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some regular I'm still Kool-Aid, around, though. so it was pretty chill Kool-Aid. <laughs> was I feel good, good about Kool-Aid, my decision to drink it. Kool-Aid. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, people um, people on, on our social media uh, wanted to know if you're ever going to, I guess, stay true to your your threats and actually go after Tom Cruise. I think they wanted to see that battle go down. <laughs> I think she would. Absolutely. People were asking about it. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I just, how, where is he? She called him out. So if we can get, if we can get Tom Cruise anywhere in the vicinity, it's on. It'll yeah. just happen. Yeah. You just, this is that fucking just, clothesline. Eye contact and then that like 90s techno will kick in. The fucking, yeah. the, <laughs> the John Woo does. No. <laughs> Look, like, I'm not, just get crazy. I'm not trying to like just straight up attack this dude. Like, I, I called him out in the sense of, like, you want to go, bro? Yeah. Like. A feat of strength. A test. I think he, I, <laughs> yeah, I would yeah, love to see him do his own stunts with you. That's what I'm saying. I feel like he'd take me up on this. But it, it, ha- it has to be mutual. You know what I mean? I can't. It's well, not yeah, doing, he I can't has to agree to it. This guy. He has to agree to no, it. No, yeah. I, I feel like, would. though, if you just started. It doesn't want to be a crime. Like, I, I'm not looking to. <laughs> like, but a challenge. Sure, like, an on a face-to-face in the ring. A duel. A duel. Pistols or, or yes. fencing? Come at me, bro. Just yes. fisticuffs. Yes. All right. Fisticuffs. I love it. Right. This is essentially the, uh, the the modern day verbal glove across the face. Oh, I've got a glove. I could see Tom Cruise fighting with fisticuffs, but not you. I think you're a better fighter. <laughs> He'd <laughs> be like, no. He would do this one. The old timey Irish the boxer. The old timey like, <laughs> yeah. boxer cartoon. <laughs> Um, I feel like he'd be like doing the splits or something like weird, like, like some weird trying to do shit. some junk yeah, like blood damage. fighting styles. <laughs> like I would be more freaked I out some by some of his movies. And then yeah. just just then just grab him and just put yeah. him over your knee. Yeah, like <laughs> shut up, Tom. <laughs> just shut your mouth. Oh man. Um, 
But yeah, it's been it's been uh, it's been a good week. We actually we're really looking forward to this uh, this week's conversation because um, uh, you know we uh, it's been kind of back in the news over the last few years and stuff like that. It's not something that we've ever really dedicated a full episode to. We might have briefly talked about it in other episodes, but we really wanted to do uh, give it its due. And that is the uh, the story of O.J. Simpson, which yes. is and and to be honest, it's not. I mean, yes, the murder and the trial and all that is part of it, but there's so much to this story. Uh, we all watched um, the amazing seven and a half hour five part documentary. Oh, the OJ, ESPN one, my um, God, thirty for thirty, made right? made in the made in America, mm-hmm. it, which is is brilliant. I mean, it just it goes so in depth about his life, and we're just going to kind of touch about this whole story because it, it really is something that I think. Uh, not only changed our justice system, but it changed everything about the way we view reality television, mm-hmm. changed the way we view culture. It was kind of this pivoting point for for America and for culture. So um, for those of you uh, that, uh, I mean, most people know about the O.J. Simpson case, but I'm going to assume that, you know, maybe there's some of you out there who go who don't know. I, I don't know if, if, and this is an interesting question, because I do know that we have a lot of vis- uh, listeners in the U.K. and across Europe. And in other places of the world, I don't know if the O.J. Simpson case was that big over there. Like, oh, do, yeah, do, that's a do, good point. Do they have like a, a do, like? Is there an equivalent in the U.K. of like you know some huge crime that a celebrity did that mm-hmm. like a, like if a rugby player or a soccer player football I apologize in <laughs> in, in Europe like killed some he killed his wife and was on trial for it. I don't know, especially in 1995, that I would have heard about it, that it would have been a big deal to me. I mean, yes, except that OJ was kind of also a movie star. At I the guess time. that's true. There was there was a he little was bit worldwide. More to it. Yeah, he mm-hmm. was more than just an athlete. Yeah, there was he a was more really to well it. known. He had progressed prestige a worldwide in his career. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was around. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know what? Good point. So uh, let's assume people have heard about it, but we're still going to kind of talk about it, and you know, we'll give you a mm-hmm. give you a rundown on everything. Um, OJ was a a star athlete. Uh, went to USC um, as a senior uh, at USC. Uh, he rushed for. Over 1,700 yards and 22 touchdowns. He ended up going on to win the Heisman Trophy, which is a huge uh, honor for college football players. He also played professional football for both uh, the Buffalo Bills and the 49ers. Wow. Um, he, uh, I mean, he was he was like a sports hero, too. Like, he was like the guy that, that you know, Bo Jackson, or before Bo Jackson was a thing. You know what I mean? Like, this guy was, this was the juice and because he was so charming, because he was so well-known, that transitioned into him becoming a television personality, much like other sports you know, people have. Shaq is a good example mm-hmm. of that. Shaq's got great mm-hmm. personality. You see him everywhere, you know? And that's kind of what... <laughs> he has his insurance with the general. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> have knows, you seen this? Shaq yes. knows about the general. Oh, my gosh. Gold bomb powder. <laughs> gold bomb powder. <laughs> icy hot. You got icy hot problems? Put icy hot on your gold bomb. The general got you. He's in everything. He's, he's in, like, literally in five commercials right now that you're probably on TV. Yeah. He's right now. You can see Shaquille yeah. O'Neal. He's got a thousand shows. He hosts things. Uh-huh. Um, and that's kind of what OJ was. Back in the day um, when you didn't have 50,000 channels, you had the networks. And you mm-hmm. would have, you know, to be on one of those networks was a big deal. So if you were on something like... Um, I don't know if you remember things like this, but shows like Circus with the Stars and... Um, 
you know, those type of things where they would bring on the one Random of the kids from Growing Pains and he would learn to juggle and yep. OJ would do a, a, a strongman act, you know. Mm, and and these were cool. like these huge things that and, and I, I think this also plays into eventually the trial itself. But, you know, there was no social media. There was no Internet. There was yep. no uh, YouTube where you could just catch it later or, or DVR it or any of that. You just. You gathered around the TV and you watched these things, these specials that were on one fucking time. time. Yeah. You know, and that was how it went. And I mean, he was on all of these. He was on the Sonny and Cher show. Uh, he did, uh, like I said, Circus of the Stars. He hosted and presented at the, well, didn't host, but he presented at the Academy Awards. He did appearances on Saturday Night Live. He did bits and stuff constantly on the Tonight Show. Like he was, he was a television personality and eventually became a movie star. Mm-hmm. Like you said, I mean, he was in, uh, what, the Towering Inferno. That was a, I mean, and that was a big movie, like in the set. Like it was a big movie, and he was part of it. Uh, he was part of Roots. Um, uh, he was, most people I think remember him as Nordberg from Naked Gun. Yes. I love those movies. Those are great movies. It's, and it's like he was this, he was a charming, you know, he, it didn't appear like he was, I can, you know, like when you think of like Kareem Abdul Jabbar in Airplane, and, and it's clearly an up, uh, like a, an athlete being an actor. Yeah. OJ had general charisma. Yeah. He could have been yeah, an actor. Yeah, he can pull it off. Yeah. He can pull it off. Um, which also speaks, I think, to eventually this trial in this case. You know, that you have a guy that is charming and can act and can, you know, I mean, he's this is what he's known for. Um, OJ, a, a lot of people know this, didn't know this either, that he was married. Once before. Mm-hmm. Before Nicole. Was it Marguerite? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They got married in the 60s, June 24th of 1967. He was 19. Um, they ended up having three kids, Emil, uh, Jason, and Aaron, um, born in 68, 70, and 77. They divorced in March of 79. Um, and five months after they divorced, uh, Aaron, who was two at the time, actually drowned in their family pool. God, that's See, awful. I was confused by that because I had heard that <coughs> I had also heard that he had already began begun seeing Nicole when she was pregnant with Aaron and then they got divorced like a year later and he and I don't know, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. he actually yeah, met and started correct. dating Nicole in nineteen seventy seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um mm-hmm. prior to Aaron being born in which would have been uh September of seventy seven. Yes. So before he was divorced, and then they were married on February second of nineteen eighty five. So it was. I mean, they were to, they were together for, or for at least while. seeing each other, knowing mm-hmm. each other for seven years, yeah. eight years before they got married. Yeah, uh, they had two children, Sydney and Justin, mm-hmm. who were born in eighty five and eighty eight. Um, Nicole filed for divorce in February of ninety two. So they were actually married for what is that? Seven years. 85 to 92, Mm -hmm. uh, citing irreconcilable differences, and then they briefly reconciled in 93. Uh, Kind of, they kind of tried to work it out for the sake of the kids, Mm -hmm. and... uh, Didn't work out. Yeah, obviously. Uh, Yeah, clearly didn't work out. Um, (laughs) Here's here's the thing, is that, and and this is kind of painting the picture of who OJ was, and painting the picture of why people believe that he could have murder Nicole was that it wasn't just she was dead the husband does it you know most cases that's how people think right who's the number one suspect Mm -hmm. spouse the boyfriend the girlfriend right people closest to him 
But it wasn't that. It was that there had been a long history of spousal abuse with this guy. Mm-hmm. He beat the shit out of Nicole yeah. on mm-hmm. multiple occasions. Mm-hmm. The cops were sent out there on multiple occasions. Yeah. So much so, I think, I'm, I'm, those stories that the cops would tell about, you know, they come to the gate and she's hiding in the bushes, barely just in a thong and a, and a little t- T-shirt, mm-hmm. hiding, it's freezing, calling the cops because she's afraid she's going to get her ass kicked. Yeah. The pictures. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's phone calls with Nicole yeah. calling the police. And then when the cops tell it, too, a lot of times they would say things like, do you want to press charges? And she's like, no. Yeah. So it's like there's only so many that mm-hmm. were even actually reported. reported. Who yeah. knows what else was happening, you know? Yeah. And I think that's a good point to make because I think a lot of people don't. Look, if 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 nothing's happening, she doesn't want to report it. You're right. We'll just let it yeah. go. It's only in retrospect. Oh, he killed his wife. Well, if we look back, look at all of these incidences yeah. that went on. You know how I many? Think about that. How many? You know, marriages, famous or otherwise, might there be these incidents in that the cops might be called? No reports are made. Well, today it might be harder not to do that. Um, but back then, when especially somebody famous like that who mm-hmm. can just go, let's just keep this quiet, boys. And they go, sure thing, Juice. <laughs> Sorry that you and the missus had a spat. Again. We view it differently nowadays. Like yeah. spousal abuse is, you, you don't. Yeah. Uh, well, but is it? Now that I say that, is it? How many people who play in the NFL yeah. or the NBA, they talk about that all the time, have, have spousal In fact, wasn't it that one of the organizations was like, listen, we need to... S- clap or you know really uh buckle down on punishing people who get spousal abuse charges because there were so many people who had who had done it within one of the nfl or something like that i mean it's yeah oh it's bad it's totally epidemic but it's it's one of those crimes that people don't report right and my own experience with friends i've had who've been in situations like that is if they do get out and it's a big if they get out because a lot of times they just won't leave right like they, once they get out, you find out it was so much worse mm-hmm. than you ever thought it was. Like, that's when they'll actually tell you all yeah. the stuff that happened. That's why it bothered me so much with her, with Nicole. Because, I mean, she makes that 911 call where she's like, he's going to kill me. He's going to kill me. I'm like, she's probably said that a million times. Mm-hmm. Right. And then oh, this happens. You yeah. know, it's terrifying. It's like. Her family had thought that same thing when they found out that she was dead they didn't say how she had been they just said that mm-hmm. she was killed and they i mean they immediately thought that oj did it they said we they knew probably he was heard. Do it. yeah all the yeah. other stories of the like sisters times knew it happened. yeah right but i mean that's a, that's oh a very God. good point it's to make horrible. when when you're in the middle of shit when things are bad mm-hmm. and people go how is it going you never just go it's the worst yeah, i live every day worst. thinking yeah. i'm gonna get killed you, you cover you go, it oh, up. things are fine yep How's oh? Yeah. They always protect him. They are you cutting back on drug, drug addicts? Will do him. the same thing. Yeah, totally. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm just shooting heroin between my toes now in in truck stop bathrooms. But things are great. Yeah. You know? They never will, and that's that's a oh, very good point to make. Horrible denial. I mean, she took like, those pictures. She knew she had proof. Mm-hmm. She knew there was a the, and she a had record. them in like a safe deposit box. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh my god, it's so scary. Yeah, and it, I mean, this went on. This went on and on. I mean, you got to figure. Um, you know, seven years you stick together, and people, and people, a lot of people won't 
understand, well, why would you stick around for seven years? You were also raising children together. Mm-hmm. And she would say, he's a good father. He loves his kids. He's, he's... good in all these other ways. Right. You yeah. justify Everybody it. loves him. Right. I mean, that's another thing is like nobody probably saw him in that light at all. Right. And how many, and I mean, I'm not saying this in like a bad way, but also look, you know, Nicole married a man and lived in a Brentwood mansion oh, and yeah. had a great life. Yep. And she probably would weigh the the I, I the don't want this to sound, no, yeah, sound right. insensitive, That's but say, look, happens. I could give up all of this. That and, is exactly right. the arguments I've had with my friends who stay in those situations. Right. That's their argument. I lose like, my house well, and my I kids and house. I can't have this yeah, life. I don't and, have a job. How am I supposed to support myself? There's right. all kinds of other issues that go into leaving someone. Yeah. And, and it's and, just awful. And the ones who get out, they end up realizing that it's better. I oh, mean, you yeah. might go through the struggles. It's Clearly, it's better. better. And the ones who don't get out are the ones who don't get out because yeah. they don't get out. And yeah. like Nicole didn't get out. And it's sad. It's so sad. And it's, and I mean, it just kept going on and on for years uh, until um, she eventually left him mm-hmm. and just said, I'm fucking done. Yeah. I, I'm not doing this anymore. She went and got her own. Was it, it was like a house or a bungalow or what? How, I, I've seen so many pictures of this place, but I don't actually know what the layout yeah, was. Yeah, I don't know what it was. An apartment It's probably or like a townhouse type thing or yeah. something. Um, and she was living on her own, living her own life. They shared the kids and stuff like that, but she was on her own. Uh, until the infamous night of June 12th, 1994, mm. which is, uh, you know... Did you guys, well, I know you've seen him, and, and well, actually, I know you both did because they were in the documentary, but when you see those crime scene photos. Oh, my God. And when you understand what those two victims went through that night, I feel like, and I think this is one of the hardest parts of this whole thing, is that we were so caught up in whether or not OJ did it and the sensationalism of the trial that a lot of people, especially people who have never seen those photos, don't know what those two poor human beings went through that night. Yeah, the photos are just awful. And that seeing the photos and then watching the documentary part about the trial made me really upset mm-hmm. because it wasn't about the victims. It was about portraying everyone being against OJ. So it was just about OJ's character. It wasn't about like who did this horrendous act of murder right. to the two people. The only time it came through in the documentary when it was like really bad and I wish they would have put it more in the courtroom was um when the autopsy guy was talking about how they were attacked and mm. stuff. I mean they did act it out in court of like where the knife wounds went and stuff, but it was just so much. Yeah. And it was a knife. And it was it, and it was yeah. I mean not to say that you can't do a lot of damage with a knife, but it takes a lot of force, a lot of effort. It's not like a machine gun or something where you just pull yeah. a trigger. It's you're it, you're mean, doing this. Is, you're stabbing oh yourself God. tired yeah. essentially. Yeah. yeah. Uh let's talk about let's talk about this. Let's talk about the murder. Let's talk about the timeline. Okay? Um do you remember the timeline of what? Of the day of the murder? Didn't they well, go to a I don't know what you're recital. Asking. Or so it something. starts off right. Yeah, there was a there was a family recital in the daytime around f- I don't know five p.m. or so, mm-hmm. um, and then a little later in the day, the family decides to go to uh, dinner. dinner at um, Mezzaluna, where uh, Ron Goldman worked. Mm-hmm. Ron Goldman being the other victim in the in this crime. Uh, 
So they have dinner. Um, OJ was not invited to this dinner. He, his family went. The kids went. The you know Nicole's sisters and everybody. OJ did not. Uh, from all accounts, OJ and his house guest. Well, I, I guess he lived. In, it's not a house guest. He lived in his guest house, right? He was like a struggling yeah. actor. Kato Kato yes. Kalen, yes. the, the infamous Kato Kalen, <laughs> tried to milk this for ten years. He's still trying to do <laughs> he's it. Still milking it. Yeah, he's still say. he's still out there going, "Hey, oh, man!" Is in the news again. Hey, remember hey. me? K- people are guys need interviews. Yeah, um, but you know whatever. That they had returned from McDonald's around nine thirty. The meal of a champion. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's what if you need a little fuel. For your night, Did you guys pay attention to where it went. Before? <laughs> yeah, you got some McDonald's. You got your McCafe. McDonald's fuel for murder. <laughs> have you had? Your I better have today. an alibi yeah. later. Yeah, <laughs> who knows what could happen? <laughs> Eating at McDonald's. Oh man, you a murderer. I don't know if McDonald's is going to be a sponsor of us now. Yeah, I, I think they're going to pull their advertising yeah. from us. Um, but about nine thirty-seven. So, so OJ and and Cato get back about nine thirty nine between nine thirty nine thirty five. About nine thirty-seven. I guess maybe it was so specific because they actually had a record of it. But Nicole's mom called back to Mezzaluna saying that she had left her glasses there. So around ten p.m., Ron Goldman leaves to go deliver the glasses to Nicole. At ten o three p.m. OJ uh, called, there was a record of him calling his ex, I believe ex or current, what, Paula, his on girlfriend. And on and off, yeah. back and forth girlfriend. <laughs> One of those on and offs. Uh, she didn't answer. At 10.15 p.m., the dogs at Nicole's house are heard barking. And people believe that this is the indicator that the crimes had been done. They had heard the scream, heard the stab, heard the commotion. And they were responding to this. They heard the stab. They heard, <laughs> dude. I would hear that stab. <laughs> you couldn't no, miss no, that but stab. They did not actually hear any screaming, right? Did people hear any of that stuff? I'm, they I'm heard certain, dogs I, barking. right? They might have. Okay, like a, maybe they, not screaming. Maybe like the, the back sure and forth. Because there right. must have been verbalizations. There must have yeah, been I some noises know. that at least a dog would have heard on the front I mean, steps. I don't the know if there were barking. accounts of that. Yeah, I don't think there was. I'm saying the dogs the heard. Dog. The dogs heard it. That's why they were barking. They were responding to whatever had happened. They heard the stab. I was. I just don't think people did, but right, no, the dogs. Not that came forward. They heard the dogs. The dogs had heard the scuffle, so that's why they're saying the dogs had. Oh, gotcha. They heard the dogs. The dogs had allegedly. Yes, (laughs) we got there. Now at ten, so if you assume that the murders took place between ten and ten fifteen, well, give Ron five or so, however minutes it takes to go from Mezzaluna to the house. Right, there was a small window for this murder to have taken place, and by ten fifteen, it was done. Okay. At 10.43, there's a, there, a limo driver who had been sitting out in front of O.J.'s Rockingham house, who had been there for a while, waiting for O.J. because he was going to be driving him to the airport. At 10.43, the limo driver sees a tall, what he describes as a tall, dark figure coming up the alley. Now, he doesn't, it doesn't, he doesn't see where Slender. the figure goes. He doesn't see anything. But at, a, at uh, 10.40... Or like I think it was what like ten forty five or ten, shortly thereafter, OJ comes to the door, and he says, "Oh, sorry, man, I fell asleep. I'll hurry and take a shower, and then we'll head out." So that's OJ's alibi: is that he was home, but he fell asleep despite this limo driver trying multiple times. Right, the limo driver allegedly sees somebody coming, and then OJ answers. Okay, now eleven fifteen, OJ is driven to the airport. Eleven forty three. 
OJ flies to Chicago. So now he doesn't get the news. In fact, the police had to call him in Chicago mm-hmm. and tell him Nicole was uh, had been killed hmm. or was dead. Mm-hmm. Um, what did he say when he found that out? What What was the quote? It, it was like he said something. I remember yeah. them saying like he responded with uh, like. How'd she die? Or something like... like, Who did it? Yeah, like, like, not like, oh my God, oh my God. Like, he just went, how'd she die? Or, you know, some some question, like, Mm -hmm. almost like fishing for, what do you got? Mm -hmm. You know? No no sense of, like, my God, this woman who I've shared my life with, despite our ups and downs that I love very much, the mother of my children is dead, Mm -hmm. right? That wasn't there. Um, And so, you know, there's the whole thing, too, with now he's in Chicago, there's nobody around. Uh, when he comes back from Chicago, uh, he's got this big cut on his finger, which police believe has something to do with the murders that he hurt himself during the actual uh, scuffle. Mm-hmm. He says he did it because when he heard that Nicole had, had been killed, he broke a glass and cut his finger. Mm-hmm. Well, now he's in Chicago. There's, the, the, there's no evidence of the glass. There's no evidence of this. They can't go to the hotel. I mean, he's got so much of this sealed up um, in, this, in this kind of, you know, I don't want to say it's an airtight alibi, but now... You know, he's he's covered his tracks a little bit. Yeah, he worked on something. So now you have the police. Uh, I mean, didn't they bring him in for questioning after that? I believe they brought. Yeah, because they I asked him, they like, did. what happened to your hand? And yeah. they, they said they were going to get some pictures taken, but they were, like, really buddy-buddy with him about it. They weren't yeah. really. Pressing him for. No. What did you do the day of the murders? Where no, were they you? they weren't really asking trying to, trying to, like, as cops do, trip people up. Mm-hmm. Trying to get the timeline you know, trying to make you make mistakes. So they got pictures of his hand and stuff like that. And I know they did that kind of after the that had initially happened. Yeah, and then uh, I believe that between that and the car chase, he attended her funeral. Right, that the funeral was within the those couple days, um, and he there was rumblings that he had been interviewed by police, and people believed mm-hmm. at that point that he. Um, may have had something to do with it. In fact, the family believed that. Mm-hmm. But he attended the funeral, mm-hmm. like because why wouldn't he? There was yeah. no, there had been no uh, warrant for his arrest issued at that time. Right. No charges pressed against him at that time. And so there's OJ attending the funeral as as you would. And we talked about yeah. this, right? If you're the murderer, th- that aside, you still would attend your ex wife's funeral, oh, despite course. what people would think about you. Yeah. So I don't know. That's weird. It's just if he did it. Fucking heartless as shit. Yeah. I mean, that's cold. Yeah. It's cold. Yeah. Um, and then the police decided, you know what? All of this evidence, everything that we've seen, it's pointing towards OJ. And they say they're going to uh, release or uh, issue a warrant for OJ. I guess they did. They issued a warrant for they OJ's did. arrest. Well, he was supposed to turn himself in. That was the yeah. agreement they had made. With, with his with Cochran. Or, yeah, yeah, that and then, morning. And then he didn't show up, and that's kind of when... Yeah, he like didn't he show up. In and, yeah, that and press so conference. Then he was, uh, yeah, yeah, they had the press conference, and everybody thought that was going to be like announcing that they had him or something. And then he kept saying, well, it was originally 1045, and then 1130, yeah. and, then, and now nobody can find OJ. And I remember- and he was on the run. I remember when that went out, and they said, nobody can find OJ Simpson. Mm-hmm. And it was almost like the entire country went, holy shit. Yeah, because he was sorry. I didn't mean to. <laughs> Melissa's gonna drink over. Let me get a drink of water in the microphone. <laughs> I she drinks it like away. a college guy drinks I, beer when he just done. She just crushes it with her hands. I shotgun she my water. It down. <laughs> so, 
so so they but i remember that i remember the whole country just because they didn't it was just so crazy. Nobody to have thought this OJ was celebrity. killed. Her, killed her. Yeah. They, Everybody there was no thought way. he was innocent. The guy from Naked Gun? Yeah. The juice? Yeah. And then you started hearing people do the interviews. There's the clip in the documentary where Al Michaels is like, yeah, it kind of looks like maybe he did it. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's, you know, and you could, there was this pivot point mm-hmm. where if, if where it he totally changed, you issue the, uh, the warrant, great, come down. Mm-hmm. If, but you, he didn't, he didn't show up. And yep. then, um, and I think the publicity of this uh, kind of brought to light a lot more of the uh, abuse mm-hmm. stuff that mm-hmm. had happened. And I think people yeah. were kind of starting to see a different side of OJ that they had seen true. that this was kind of bringing out. And they were like, oh, maybe he did yeah. do this. And I in, in 95, too, that was like the height of like tabloid television with like a current mm-hmm. affair and hard copy and mm-hmm. like all mm-hmm. these crazy, like just like National Enquirer, but on television. So yeah. it hadn't they were quite just gotten eating to up the story. Yeah, they were, and it hadn't quite gotten to the total reality television show level where we were yeah. watching reality on TV. Not yet. And then the the word goes out that OJ is in a white Bronco, and mm-hmm. they that they've spotted him, and all of a sudden a helicopter like who was flying channel. picked it up and found it, and then it caught. Mm-hmm. It was like wildfire. Every single American, like I mentioned, there was no social media. We weren't looking at our phones getting tweet updates. Went and turned on a TV and sat down and watched this whole thing from beginning to end. Yeah. Did you do you remember watching where you were? I was young, but yeah, I remember. You know, it. remember that? Yeah, my grandma was waiting. Unless for that. you were in the Los Angeles area and then you drove to the parts to of the freeway where live. he was going to be. That was and nuts. And you like, had handmade yeah. signs like, go, OJ, go we juice. love you. Go yeah. juice. Run, like, run, OJ, run. So much support on uh, that drive. It's crazy to see. Thousands of people That's blocking crazy. the road. Mm-hmm. And here's OJ. He's in a white Bronco with his friend Al Cowling. Al Cowling's on the phone with the police. And he's telling him, I got OJ in the car. He's got a gun to his head. And mm-hmm. nobody knew what to expect. Was this guy going to kill himself? Ugh, Was this crazy. guy going to, were, were we going to see OJ Simpson, beloved star OJ Simpson, kill himself on live television? We didn't know. You didn't yep. know. We didn't know where he was going or what the point of any of this was. And then he eventually ended up driving to his house yep. and pulled into the, the driveway. And he went I, to McDonald's. And you go straight <laughs> with the police. Yeah. With the police. Yeah. Goes through the drive through. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? Pulls over. He's like, just that guys. Hold on. Hold on. Juice, Juice needs his burger. Yeah. Uh, but and then he uh, he pulled in, and, 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 and it was this surreal scene where you saw his son Jason run out and scream at the car. Completely un. Cops didn't do anything until like somebody said, hey, all right, go get him. And yeah. then they. Get that like, guy it was out such of here. a weird thing, and there's thousands of people wrapped around the streets. The cops mm-hmm. couldn't even get up to the house. I mean, there were people in the trees, journalists hanging off bushes trying to film this stuff. And, such uh, a madhouse. And he stayed in the car till it got dark, and nobody really saw the moment where OJ came out of the car and went in the oh, house. Oh, that's right, because he him. pulled in while it was still daylight, and then and he didn't get out, out of the car until it was nighttime. In fact, that's what the guy said that he thought. He was waiting. He was waiting, yeah, so nobody right. saw. The negotiator guy. Yeah, nobody saw him, him surrender crazy and then wow. it's and then there it is he's arrested the police have oj simpson we we saw the chase we we went through it and now the trial is about to begin and it literally took over american television it took over the minds of like oh, and it was it, everything it was on everything 
every you couldn't you couldn't not know about OJ. Yeah. And everybody had to have an opinion and that was one of the first times I think now kind of like with Trump is kind of another way where it's like all right, which side are you on? Mm-hmm. And whichever side you're on dictates what kind of a person you are. Yep. If you're on OJ's side, then you're on a side of this part of the nation. Mm-hmm. And if you think OJ's guilty, well then you're against us. Yeah. Like it was really a dividing thing. Um it but- kind of became a race thing for sure. Well, it's because of the. I mean, this was this was riding I mean, the coattails of what happened in the in the nineties yeah, in remember, it. South I don't South know South. what that dude's name was that had the the interview that they kind of became the catalyst of that whole thing, but of him saying the word that you know, yeah, we cannot say, yeah. Well, Furman uh, from the trial? Is that what you're yeah, talking about? Yeah, Furman. But I mean, because he, I mean, yeah, there was Mark the Furman who was a, this racist cop who had apparently been on record. As, yeah, LAPD did not have a good reputation at the time yeah. for being well, kind. And that goes back even further, too, because this was also after back. the Rodney King event. Mm-hmm. And it was after, um, what was the girl's name? Latasha, Latanya, the girl who had been oh, shot. Yes. Um, this This Korean woman argues with a 12 year old uh, black girl in her God. store. She take she she turns to walk away from this argument, and this Korean woman shoots her in the back oh, of the Jesus. head in cold yeah. blood, oh. killing her. And she got it's probation. Terrible. Oh yeah. my god! There was nothing. Same thing. These these five mm-hmm. officers are on on camera, filmed beating the shit out of Rodney King, Ugh. and they get off. Yep. And it's this fuse that's being lit. Um, there had been. Uh, Riots. There had been this kind of, you know, this this tension building between races, and now you have a trial where a black sports star, mm-hmm. a hero, who, a, a hero, hero, is is on trial for murdering his white wife. However, what was so fascinating about this is that OJ had more in common with white society than he did with the black communities mm-hmm. that were supporting him. The yeah. black communities were like, "Go juice, go," and this guy was like, "I live in Brentwood, and all my friends are old white men." Yeah. You know this Brentwood with a big gate, yeah. This guy was not. I mean, in fact, th- that. Remember how, like, after the trial had started, a lot of the lawyers had staged his house. They had taken down all the pictures <laughs> of him with the white guys, and they had put up pictures of, you know, black people. Yeah. and and they had really made his home look more African, uh, ethnic friendly yeah. to walk the jury exactly. through and the house. Like a, like a... And that's the problem is, that, and that's what I mean by this kind of became a race thing is that. It was more of a platform after the whole Mark Furman thing um, for kind of a somewhat of a biased jury mm-hmm. to to kind of implement their feelings towards the things that were happening in their community, like Rodney King and uh, I, what was her name? Latasha. I, I, I want to say Jenkins. Like, or, or yeah. Har- like, Har- I'm sorry if I don't remember her name. I will look it up. Yes. But I, um, I remember the murder. Yes, and anyhow, so the, for those things, and that's all I mean by that is, is for them, it wasn't even more of a matter of if OJ is guilty. It's if can we get a black man right. off, you know, with our power in, a, in America's in, 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 in a white uh, a crooked justice system um, courtroom. Yeah. you know what I mean. And, and that yeah. that was kind of what it became. It was more of a mission. Yeah, it was. Uh, it for became their, for their cause rather than than for justice. A flag um, for yeah. Nicole and Latasha Ron. Was, Harlins. Latasha yeah. Harlins. That's yeah. it. Okay. Um, the, and the trial, uh, the timeline of the trial, I mean, it was, you know, he, he was arraigned and pleads not guilty. Both times he was arraigned in, in July. Uh, well, he was arraigned June 20th, so pled, pled not guilty, arraigned again in July, pled not guilty. In fact, that was the one where he said, I'm 100% absolute, like, like, all right, we get it, OJ. 
You know, like he was like, 100%, yeah. absolutely, positively, I swear to you on the stack of Bibles. <laughs> like, it was really kind of over the top. Yeah. Um, and, and then, so this is June. By, the jury selection didn't begin till October um, and, uh, and decided until November 3rd. And it was a fascinating thing because, like you said, it was a jury made up of, of was it 11 black jurors, nine of them black women? Yeah, something like that. And that one, or 13, I can't remember. It was like 13 or 11. Well, black. 12. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> Look, I don't pretend. <laughs> I don't pretend to know all this stuff. 12, 12 jurors decide. It was a baker's dozen. Yeah, is that jurors. what it was? There yeah. was a third. Yeah. Uh, 13. OJ gets the special treatment, yes. <laughs> um, the trial didn't actually begin till January 25th of 1995. So OJ was in jail for half a year before yeah. this trial even began. Yeah. Um, and it went on for an, almost another year. In fact, it the the whole trial went uh, until October third of nineteen ninety five. So I mean, you had an almost wow. almost a year That's long crazy. trial that every day we watched every day, and it yep, was CNN broadcasting it all. And it was like there was so many moments to that trial. It was like the season of a show. Mm-hmm. Like, do you guys remember Furman? Do you remember the yes. glove? Oh, the glove! <laughs> you know, and I mean. People were talking about it. Um, it. It's it's fascinating the uh, the glove thing. I mean, all of it. The the incompetence of the of the prosecution trying to go after things. It was the same thing that we talked about in the Casey Anthony trial. Yeah. The 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 the, the prosecution. They really thought they had it again. They oh, really thought they had so, it. So this is so easy. <laughs> Of course, they can't there's blood. Like that. He was cut. The this. Oh, my oh God. come on! But no, mm-hmm. you forget that that all you have to do is raise one shred of doubt, and just say, "Well, look, we we don't have a murder weapon. Mm-hmm. We don't have a this. We don't have a that." And when you, it's not about mm-hmm. all the things that we think. Well, clearly he did it. Well, great, but prove it. And the prosecution failed. I think that they they. Had the wrong representation. And like you said, the race thing, Christopher Darden was brought out and he was basically the black lawyer that was oh, there to look, I forgot about that. Yeah. look black and, and be, you know, be there for their team. And it's like, you guys. I thought it was crazy because they did like a test, kind of like the way you would do like a focus group for a movie or something. They did that for the jury to see how the jury felt about the lawyers. And they did that for Marsha Clark and the the jurors hated Marsha Clark. So that's hated why her. they brought Chris in. She was like, she had that perm and she was just, she yeah, just they was just unlikable. All hated her. So People they just brought in that. Chris mm-hmm. to try and like yeah. appeal to the jurors more. I, and then they just felt like they were trying to be like manipulative by suddenly there's this black lawyer on right. the prosecution it side. What's going on? Yeah, yeah. They didn't like it. So it turned them right away. And OJ has the dream team. Millions. To spend, mm-hmm. uh, he was On surrounded lawyers. by lawyers that like if he and w- Kardashians like his best friend, right? Forever, who, who really didn't uh, really didn't do all that much, you know. A lot. I mean, he probably made a lot of money off not really just kind of being there. I know, and he did yeah. because I I thought he was a lawyer at the time, but he hadn't practiced law for like twenty years. Yeah, he like only renewed his license just to for OJ. Yeah, for that trial, and he and uh, he it's really crazy. didn't go up and do much. To no, be he was just there. He had he was like the go between between the lawyers, and that was about it. Yeah, I mean, he had like six six seven dudes. He had Johnny Cochran. Mm-hmm. He had F. Lee Bailey. 
I mean, he had this guy. This guy called in a, a, a lawyer that was an expert in every single aspect. Not one guy that was good at <laughs> so all of it. He crazy. was like, oh, you're good at this? Great. You're good at this part of the trial? Great. This part will be yours? Great. Well, he assembled it like a team, like the way you would do a football team. Yeah. This yeah. just shows you how good of a player he is. They're like, like the he fucking knew exactly Avengers. what he was doing. Yeah. Right. He knew every every position needed to be covered. Yep, that's exactly what he did. And they 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 played it so, so beautifully. They put the doubt in the minds. And even if they didn't put the doubt in their minds, that jury, kind of like you said, they knew what they wanted to do. In fact, in that documentary, they talked to some of the jurors. And they yeah. said, do you believe that you did the right thing? And they said things like, for the time, it's what needed yeah. to be done. You know? And then, you know, a lot we of them were one. asked if, if they felt like their decision was at all swayed by some of the things that had happened to, like, Rodney King and, and other people within their... Um, Community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they did. Yeah. And then, and, and I mean, so the trial goes on for 10 months. This insane back and forth and comes down to it and they they find him not guilty. After three hours, after 266 days in the courtroom, oh, after, crazy. after not seeing so their family. I mean, I can understand that. They Oof. hadn't seen their family for a year. They'd been separated, but they had so much to go over. Mm-hmm. And they they deliberated for three hours. In fact, wasn't the story that, like, all the lawyers and everybody had left, and they were like, cool, we got a couple days off. This is going to be great. Yeah, we're not going to have to worry about they this They went for home, while. and they called them up and said, we have a, we have a verdict. Like, and they what? were like, get the fuck out of here. We were just in court for, like, 200 days. Yeah, we have a verdict. <laughs> They've already decided. Three hours of deliberation, not guilty. Ugh. And, and I mean, I... I it just resonated. You just heard this, what? Or this cheer, yeah. depending on what yeah. side you were on. Yeah. You know, the black community felt like, and, and again, that this man who up until that point had not really been a part of or represented the black community, but that was something, it was a victory for the black community. Mm-hmm. It's because they turned it into such a race thing with the whole trial right. and it all being right on the TV. It changed the whole dynamic of the trial. Yeah, you just all so you got to do even is murder anymore. jingle keys over here. Yeah, it was just complete distraction. Yeah. And the, they did it great. I mean, that, there's so many things that I didn't even realize, like looking back on, like they could have done in closed quarters, like the whole glove situation. Mm-hmm. They could have done that away do that from there. the jury. They didn't need to do that on television. No, like, I mean, wasn't that they could a have done that in that the dur- chambers? Dark. I mean, didn't Marsha Clark ask him not to do that? Yeah, and he was it like, was a total mistake. Yeah, she told him total don't mistake. do that because they were like, "Look, it's going to go on there." And then his lawyer, the one guy, uh, is talking about how. Um, and, and by that we mean OJ trying the glove, trying on the glove sport. on, right? The whole and I Johnny Cochran get... got his cute little rhyme on yeah, of like, if the glove don't fit, you must acquit. Right, and. There was the lawyer that was talking about it, and he said, uh, you know, knowing that they might have you try the, the glove on, OJ, maybe maybe stop taking your, your arthritis medicine. Yep. Yeah. So was, your hands will swell and, up. Yeah, OJ said, "Why? but if I do that, my knuckles are going to swell up. And he went, mm-hmm. <laughs> That's exactly right, OJ. So here's OJ trying to get a glove that clearly this this damp glove that's now shrunk. Well, he was and also he had to wearing wear a, a latex glove. glove. Yeah, because yeah, it was Come evidence. So he had right. to put a latex glove so on his trying hand to, anyway. He's trying to pull this glove over, the, over, over his the swollen knuckled. Yeah, with oh his hand that's God. All it was one up. of the There's dumbest no moves. I feel like you could lay a latex glove over a train track. 
and it would stop a train. Oh, it, it probably was... would. Seriously, those, those things, things are they're, so like, hard they're like they're like this with. space material that like, <laughs> with a friction. I don't know how to explain yeah, it. It's yeah. awful. But anyhow, so yeah, there was it was the circumstances surrounding him trying on that glove were absolutely ridiculous, and they were not in any way prepared or appropriate for court. It really just made them look like chumps. Yeah, and I mean, you could you could see that this eventually became. Where I mean, everybody Saturday Night Live, all these different people, they were just constantly making fun of the of the mm-hmm. of the, the prosecution, the yeah. trial. I mean, it was, it, and and it was you know, on for so long, a year <laughs> of our lives, and uh, and there there and, it is. And he, sadly, I think what happened was I think Nicole and Ron were truly forgotten in they so were. much of this. They were. I mean, I think That's everybody I just forgot what this was really forgotten. all about. Yeah. Which were these two people that had been killed. Right. It was about O.J. getting off. And nobody got justice for them. Right. Well, and let's face it. Let's let's do be fair. O.J. didn't go to prison at that moment for murder. But he didn't win. Yeah, that's very true. O.J. spent all of his money, Mm -hmm. all of his money on getting out of, getting off. Mm -hmm. Uh, He goes back to his life and now all of a sudden... um, all of his friends that he used to oh, know, yeah, they don't want to be friends changed. with I'm not going to be friends with OJ. I mean, yes, I, I get that you didn't, you you were found not guilty, mm-hmm. but I don't want to be your friend. And you probably still did it too. So, I mean, this guy spent his life like, I mean, and plus the Goldmans, Ron Goldman's family, those poor people, who were, so there were so many overshadows family. all the way down. You know OJ's family, Nicole's family, Nicole herself, and then I mean, then it's like Ron, and then Ron Goldman's family's all the way down here. <clears throat> and they were the ones calling it out through the whole trial too. His dad. Oh my man. god! Oh, those damn glasses. And his mustache. That I whole look. No, mustache. not his glasses. Not not Ron. <laughs> oh, not or uh, whatever. The old, I don't remember. Old what. Goldman. Yeah, Oldman. Oldman. <laughs> Uh, I mean, Nicole's mom's glasses. Oh, oh I glasses. know. That was what it got the him killed. The whole freaking reason. Yeah. <sighs> it, it just, you know, it's wrong weird. place, that, that wrong time. Like that, that weird kind of like fate or like weird. Yeah. Like destiny yeah. shit. You know what I mean? Like that's, I don't know. I Anyways. Don't, yeah. I, I mean, there's a million what ifs, you know, and, and that, you know. But yes, back to Ron's dad. And anyhow. Ron's dad, I mean, was like, he, he wanted to. He he wanted to. Uh, he was so mad that OJ got off that they actually kept pursuing it and actually went after him in a civil case. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Goldman family filed a civil case against OJ in which um, evidence that actually wasn't submitted in his murder trial was submitted at his civil trial. Mm-hmm. And because of this, resulting in, in this resulted in the jury rewarding, uh, you know, finding that he was responsible for the deaths not guilty but responsible responsible thank Mm -hmm. god so now he was um he was it was actually like a like a multi-million dollar payout i think that um and and i think they also like were able to uh attain the rights to the book that he wrote yeah Yeah, because he didn't he didn't pay his payments right right so they also owned his his uh the book and and they kind of changed the cover to make it look he wrote that it book after the it was title. like if I did it. Yeah, <laughs> in 2006. the title and made it a little yes. better. And they and they changed it in the sense of um they put the if very very small inside the i on I did it. So to make book, it look like so the I book more did looks it. like I did it because I mean that's 
You know. you know what though? How arrogant is that? Like you get acquitted of it's, murder, it's and then move. you write a book yeah, years a later, move. saying and title it. Well, if I did it, I this is how like I would have done it. There's no tax. Like, no are tax you kidding me? That's so arrogant. Yeah, and the, I mean, you know, the Goldman family had to get the rights for that and get the rights to pretty much everything else and and repossess his property because mm-hmm. here's the thing about a civil suit. The judge can say, great, you know what, O.J., uh, we're going to award the Golden family $33 million, and we're going to reward Sidney and Justin $12 million, like the kids of Nicole. But that's, like they said in the thing, it's just a piece of paper. Yeah. It's not a check, and it doesn't mean that that those are guaranteed funds. It meant that based off his earning potential for his life, that's what they thought he could get. But he wasn't going to make any more money. And yeah. that book that he wrote, that's essentially, like they said, they got all the profits from that. And barely any were sold because people, it's a horrible idea. It's a terrible idea. His publisher dropped book. him was like, yeah, we're not going to do that. Yeah. It's awful. Um, uh, he, basically it said um, that it was originally scrapped by the publisher HarperCollins for being literally the worst idea that they'd ever heard. <laughs> but it was finally released in September of 2007. Uh, Simpsons former manager said that OJ didn't actually write it. He instead allegedly received $600,000 to say he wrote it, and the money from the book was all awarded to the Golden family. So it sounds like what it was was OJ received an off-the-books payment to say, sure, I'll endorse, I'll say uh, I'll be part of the book, but he didn't actually write anything. Well, there was that guy that was saying like he talks to him, and he was the one that, the was, getting, that was getting OJ's account of how he did things. And, he, and you know, it was when he was like, mm-hmm. I mean... This is how I would have done it if I had. Right. <laughs> and then I, I mean, hypothetically. Yeah. Anyway, I, yeah. Oh, jeez. So there is a count of him. <sighs> right. Saying. Saying certain things. And he was, he was. He did these things. He was. If yeah. he had done these things. There were people, yeah, who had spent time around him when he was drunk or high and he had mm-hmm. made comments about things like. Um, well, it was almost like he'd slip. Like he'd say, no, no, we, 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 and he would go, oh, I mean, uh, if yeah. I knew anything about that. or So, yeah, it was like he'd almost slip sometimes and have to correct himself. Uh, in fact, there was my, uh, Mike Gilbert, um, which and this story has been called into question. Some people said Mike Gilbert did this and sold these ideas because he was in trouble with the IRS or whatever. And and, uh, you know, was down on his luck. And it said that um, anyway, Mike Gilbert, who was his former agent, told a story about a time when he and O.J. were talking, smoking weed. And he asked O.J., what happened? Like, what really happened? And O.J. said that he had always thought, well, and he had always thought that O.J. might have done it. Um, he said that he knew O.J. had said to Al Cowling about, like, he had said, I guess, in on record that he told Al Cowling he was going to go out there to check on her. And that's why he had been put at the scene. Yeah. Did, is there a tornado happening? What is I that? Think there's a tornado outside of our fortress right now. <laughs> Is what is that? It's a tornado. It's yeah, I think it's the air just kicked on. Okay. So I don't know if you guys can hear that. Sasha's going to be so pissed. Some harp activity. Sasha's going to be so pissed because he's just going to keep saying it's wait. the tornado. Oh, wait. Oh, now it's gone. There, it went away. <laughs> Weird. All right, oh, that's what that was. It was just a blast of air. All right. Okay, great. Um, But yeah, he had asked OJ and he said, you know, I, I heard you gone out there and, you know, I'd heard that you went to check on what happened. And OJ allegedly had said, yeah, well, if she hadn't had a knife when she opened the door, she'd still be alive. Wow. Mm. So, you know, that would lead lead people to believe that maybe 
and if you walk through the way that the uh, the coroner said that they had been attacked, that um, that maybe OJ went to the door, because and then maybe Nicole was like, "You get out of here, OJ." Yeah, like and he to scare him. was like, "Whoa, whoa!" And then a scuffle, and then once this starts going, like you know, it's like, look, I'm one of us is going. This is going to go bad. Hmm. And it, he had said that what had happened was Nicole had been they had fought on the steps, and Nicole had been hit over the head. Uh, with a blunt object, because there was a wound on top of her head, like she had been hit, and that she had been stabbed in the back. And then, so it, then Ron had been attacked, and it looked like Ron had been a lot of slashing because his fingers had been slashed up. Yeah, like, so like he, he was, was trying to block doing it. this, and then he went back and got trapped into an area where he was trapped in a little fenced-in area. The kill cage. Yeah, where it was that all was three terrifying. sides, a fence on all three sides, was slick with blood, was losing blood, and eventually caught a stab wound to the side, which caused his abdominal artery to be cut, and he started bleeding out, which uh, caused all the blood to be on his left leg in the mm. pictures. And then they said that what, what happened was the, the wounds to the throat were um, inflicted afterwards. That Nicole was down and slumped down kind of how you see her in the pictures. And the, the neck had been pulled back and her throat had been slit. The, the huge cut uh, that almost, they say, almost cut her head off. It was a huge gaping wound. Mm-hmm. And then they say that, that happened after she was already down because of the way the blood flow and the way that the knife was. And that the killer had then gone over and put his hand, the hand that he'd used to hold Nicole's head up, because there was hair and blood transfer on Ron's shirt, and held Ron's shirt with that left hand and stabbed Ron in the neck three times with the right hand. So the neck wounds that actually were these horrific neck wounds were done after the initial attack, like he Mm. had attacked him. Ron had almost found them, attacked Ron. Ron's subdued. He goes back, makes sure Nicole's dead, goes over, makes sure Ron dead, and leaves. No, but wasn't there also forensic evidence that had said that Ron was killed first? You know what? I don't know that in the timeline. If, if there was, it was probably because of that puncture. Yes, in his but he was that actually he let, let he out was killed from. first. Yeah. yeah, and you know who knows? Maybe, maybe, th- and maybe, and, and maybe they just mean maybe once he had that that fatal wound to yeah, his abdominal artery and he was that. technically dead. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe that would have showed that he was dead. And then Nicole was still laying there yes, dying. She might have. Yes. Yeah, it's I possible. Mean, I, don't know. I mean, I'm not saying they don't really have like a time difference yeah. like 10 minutes Either way, before yeah. but right. they're just saying that he they were going to die fast with first. any of those injuries. Yeah, it's hard to say. Maybe maybe he maybe and this ties into the other theory um that somebody else was there that there had been an argument with Ron first, Nicole had come out to see it mm-hmm. and that's when the whole thing had gone right. down. However, to me, that doesn't seem because to me that doesn't make sense if if Ron's killed over here and Nicole had come down I feel like she would have come down into the altercation and not been killed back up the steps. Yeah. I feel she would have the, yeah. she would have been killed down the steps and where she stayed is where it is as far down as she got. Well, and and that could make sense if if where Ron was at was met somewhere and she was already kind of waiting for Ron to bring those glasses That's to true. her. Then she could have kind of been waiting around and once he didn't really show up or if she heard the commotion come out and um or her dogs were I don't know, maybe her dogs barked at that, but if they were down a little bit further on the pathway and uh, Ron was killed then, and right. then she kind of came out and then was met at the stairs. She could have been killed then, and then they could have gone back and then stabbed Ron in the neck. I right. mean, there's there's a lot of ways. Yeah. There's a lot of ways so it could have gone ways. down. And to be to be honest, when you look at that crime scene, it's like there were cops walking through it. There were, oh, yeah. I mean, it was All there was the, reporters. Yeah, they have traffic going on some of the, through it. Uh, the crime scene investigators touching things without gloves on. I and, mean, it uh, was so very mishandled. Yeah, fucking, poor police work. It was just a fuck yeah. up. 
Um, and so, I mean, it's no wonder that you couldn't get a murder convicted in court because you you had fucked up the entire case from the beginning. And, yeah. and, and it's not our justice system, just like in the Casey Anthony case, is not set up to say, you know, yeah, you, you know, you did it or not. It's like, well, do you believe it? Yeah. You know, has to I be mean, enough proof. It's like a magic trick. That look, they I all believe it. Look, we we know that you're not a wizard, mm-hmm. but you're good enough to make me believe that you just made something defy the laws of physics. Mm-hmm. Despite that's not real, and so that's kind of what this was. And so, but the thing is, is there there has been, and in the last few years, especially, there's been a secondary theory that has come out that's really kind of fascinating. That OJ may not have have either acted alone. Or may have been covering up for somebody. And a lot of people have speculated that that other person is his son from his first marriage, Jason Simpson. That Jason mm-hmm. Simpson either killed them mm-hmm. or helped his father escape. Um, what, what was it that originally made people believe there was two men involved? Did they see two men? It ma- was O.J. himself. And I mean, I believe he says it in his book as well. But he had told people that if, if I did do it, I didn't do it alone. Him and his friend Charlie in his book, mm-hmm. fictional yeah. Charlie. Did, did any witnesses if, ever if see if two I, men? Or yeah, yes, there were witnesses the, mm-hmm. that saw two men. There was it was like a neighbor of Nicole, I think, who saw two men in front of her place that night mm. or something. But he said they were drug dealers because that was the theory I always believed was that they were killed by drug dealers. I was one of those OJ is innocent for like years that she had been into drugs or yeah, something. That she had been into drugs and she owed him money or something. And there was some kind of scuffle. And I don't know where I got that from. Hmm, I'm sure it was from like one of the tabloid shows I watched at the time. But the witness said that he saw two men um, walking around her place and being weird. And he also said that she had problems with drug dealers. It was like her neighbor That's or something. Interesting. Hmm. I mean, didn't they so, also have people? But they they went with that on a lot of other stories yeah. about there were always two figures or two yeah. men. Uh, they had seen, they saw someone else in the Bronco with him. Oh. Okay. Um, when it when it left, supposedly through that one intersection. I mean, I could look up the, the exact right. details of this. Um, but the other thing that was interesting was when Nicole was dating this other dude, um... I don't know if she was dating Ron. I don't know what people are, if they were just friends or, like, what their whole... Yeah. But but before this, so this guy that she was actually dating, um, OJ would, I guess, like, spy on her. Like, he would come over to her house, and, like, he would be, like, found outside. Like, yeah, he's, he's like, seen crazy outside obsessive. of her, her mm. properties, you know, mm-hmm. kind of looking in on her. So it wasn't weird, I guess you could say, for him to be being lurking. a creep. Right, yeah. exactly, yeah. lurking. And... Okay, let's talk about the reasons why people believe Jason might might be part of this. Because there's some there are some interesting mm-hmm. things that really back this this theory up. Honestly, I, I'm going to say right now that this is the theory that I believe. You believe this? This mm-hmm. I, this is the theory that I would put my my uh, staking, my money on. You're t- yes. You, okay. Yes, this is where I'm at. Well, let's talk about Jason. At the time of the murders, he was 24 years old. He was 5'11", 235 pounds. Big dude. Mm-hmm. Okay. Clearly capable of of subduing a couple people. Yeah. But, you know, that doesn't mean that he did it. Now, Jason was also troubled. Uh, He had emotional issues uh, as well as a rage disorder that he was taking medication for. He had tried to commit suicide three times Mm -hmm. prior to the murders. Uh, He was on probation for assaulting his previous boss with a knife. With a knife. Uh, he had written violent and threatening passages in his diaries and journals, um, including 
what, what, what was the phrase that he had used? Um, this is the uh, the year of the knife yeah. for me. I've cut away all my problems. So obsessed like with that. knives, yeah. Um, yeah, really interesting stuff. Do- he called himself Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, referred to himself in the third <laughs> he person. He didn't want to play Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Mm-hmm. Hyde anymore. Yep. Um, there what- were a lot of things before. He was taking Depakote, which was what he took for his, his uh, I guess you could say, episodes that he has where his mm-hmm. rage. I don't know what it is, what, what, what you have, if it's a syndrome. I don't know what it is. Anyhow. Um, that's what he was taking for it. But he said that he had kind of showed up to, like, is it a clinic? or Cedars-Sinai a- Hospital. So, yes, mm-hmm. and he said that he was out of his medication and he was going to rage. He was essentially turning himself in, yeah. you know, kind of fearing for what he was going to do. That was um, two weeks before the murder. Right, yeah. and that's when he kind of stopped taking his medication was uh, two weeks before that. It yeah. Happened. yeah, and then he stopped taking his meds. Mm-hmm. Um, and wasn't and- he obsessed with Nicole, too? Like well, he had written mom. stuff in his... Yeah, there's stuff in his diary. And they had had fights before, you mm-hmm. know, and, and he had called her uh, derogatory things like a dumb white bitch. And, oh. and, and a lot of really... He had, you know, kind of used that language yeah, towards her. And they, out at her before. they had a lot of arguments. And I know that they had a lot of arguments um, when Nicole and OJ were married. And to be honest, I mean, like, if if Jason had always seen his father kind of treating her poorly, if he yeah. was abusive towards her, that's wouldn't set a very good standard for him to treat her very well either. Um, and also but- I think that they pointed out that Jason also, being that she wasn't his mother and, and he was very close to his father, probably idolized his father, yes. mm-hmm. to see that she was the source of this sadness, this aggression, all yep. of this tr- problems. And, right. You know, she would she well, was why he, he was upset. Yep. I mean, OJ was cheating on her all the time. Sure. I mean, she was just... She just wanted him to be a good exactly. But man. Jason looking up, he's right. going, yeah, "Why you mean my dad? We, right. you, I, you, you know, you make my dad feel like this." So think, you know, and I think that amplified yep. after the split, oh, um, the for final sure. split, because I think it was more like uh, he wanted his dad to be happy, and he he probably wanted his dad to be with Nicole. And I mean, because Nicole did treat him like a son. They were, yeah. they were, they really did do a good job of trying to become a family. They just were very dysfunctional. Yeah. And I mean, that, that's probably a story that's playing out in yeah. a thousand households. Oh, right yeah, now. totally. And um, as far as the diary go, the, the, the reason that they had those is because they were found in uh, the storage unit that OJ rented for right. um, Jason. And it had a lot of his. Uh, or was it personal, Jason had rented? I don't remember if it was. Well, I didn't know if OJ had paid it. It was one it, of them. But the payment Jason, had lapsed, right? Right. But it was. And that's kind of why they found it. But right. it was. It had all this stuff of his in there. And that's how they got a hold of these diaries. But yes, there was tons of. You, I, I, there's, there's, they also allegedly found a knife this. in there. Oh, the, yes. The knife that had, that alleged, now it was in that one do, uh, special that they did, and they, they said that there was no conclusive DNA on the knife. No. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did say that the the handle of mm-hmm. it uh, allegedly um, Very much matched the, the wound on her head. Oh, yeah. my head. God. Mm-hmm. Um, so now, here's, here's another thing. Two of Jason's previous girlfriends had told stories about abuse. One had said that he had choked her. Oh, God. Um, and one had actually said that he... And this is crazy. Like, I don't know why this was never... Like, I assume that this would have been called... The police would have been called on this, but that she had been held down, and he had cut her hair off with a knife. Like, yeah. wow. Cut, like, like, cut her hair like, off. sawed it yeah. off. Yeah, so this... Knife. So he clearly I, has I a history he, like, of violence towards women. he, himself in front of another... Like, he stabbed yeah. himself, and what? he was threatening his girlfriend, but he... Stabbed himself. Jesus, and God. it was like he made a whole scene, but um, yeah, he had problems. Yeah, he's pretty cray. I mean, and there he's... was 
you know, there there was other things like the the black beanie that was found uh, aside from the glove that was found on OJ's house, the Mark mm-hmm. Furman, the famous glove, the one that didn't fit. See, a lot of people think that, that was found on OJ's house by Mark Furman off on his own, not with anybody else around. Like, look what I found, this bloody glove that yeah. how convenient. Yeah. <laughs> um but and the- and they found they found the sock at OJ's as well. But the problem with some of these things that were found at OJ's home was that they had ED, was it EDTA, yeah, EDTA, which is the blood preservative that you find when someone takes a sample. Mm-hmm. Melissa, you probably know all oh, about yeah. that stuff. So they found that, and that's kind of why they there was that was where a so lot. So it's like you would take of, a sample and then you'd pour it on mm-hmm. something. Like right. Right. Kinda that's what they tried to. Here. That's and what that they was tried to do. Yeah. Really fueled that whole uh, reasonable doubt mm-hmm. uh, in the OJ trial. But yes, yeah, so there were a lot of famous pieces of evidence yeah. at the scene: the black glove at Nicole's, the beanie, and there were uh, the Bruno Mogli, the Bruno Mogli shoe, shoe prints print that he, were supposedly OJ. And he says, "I've never worn those ugly ass shoes," and it shows that there's pictures of him in those <laughs> shoes. Ugly ass shoes. Um, yeah. There was the whole thing with. Uh, yeah, with the, the, the blood sample because they said that's how the blood got in the Bronco. Mm-hmm. Now, the other theory was that it looked like the blood had gotten in the Bronco on the passenger side because maybe O.J. had got in and climbed across or that there had been two people in the car. Right. But then some people alleged that because the sample that they had taken when he was arrested, because a lot of this crime scene evidence was introduced after, they say that there was a puncture wound in the hole mm-hmm. of the top of it. Like somebody had actually punctured Siphoned it. Siphoned out, some, Siphoned of the out blood. some blood. And then maybe sprayed it. Oh, but, good God. But then you're also talking about the fact that blood smear in a, in a Bronco looks a lot different than blood shot out of a... Or maybe it's shot under this and smeared. I don't know how they would have thought they would have done it. <laughs> I think a lot of that was just... Um, and the other thing that they had done is when they had taken the samples from OJ, they which they have never done before, they took the samples to the crime scene. To the crime scene, scene with them. With they them. had them on them. That's a little strange. Yeah, they that, had them on it's them. It's totally against protocol. Yeah. It's, it's not in line with anything you we should be doing. You would take samples to a right. lab. It's crazy. <laughs> and then the, then so, the beanie that they found, that mm-hmm. beanie that they found, had, had hairs from an African-American male in it, as well as hairs from a dog. There are pictures of Jason Simpson wearing a beanie. A, that, this black th- beanie th- that looks... Maybe not the black beanie. I'm saying this black beanie. Okay. <laughs> it's, okay. it's, it's, a, it's a very similar uh, black beanie clone. I'd like to press charges right now. <laughs> um, at, with his dog in the picture. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there's people that are pointing to all of this and, different evidence. And what's evidence. important about that is that there are, there are several photos of him wearing this black beanie. Previous to the murders, after the murders, there are no photos of him wearing that. He is now wearing like a, a light... A uh, heather gray beanie. Yeah. So, he, so the black beanie doesn't exist in yeah, pictures after that. Yeah, to hide that picture. Yes. Oh or, my I mean, because it's God. not missing. It's part of police evidence. And the time. He had to change his look. And the timeline <laughs> tends to uh, give people the, um, uh, you know, the reasoning why he could have done it. Because they say that that dinner that they had that day, the family dinner that they mm-hmm. had at 630 at Mezzaluna, where Ron Goldman worked, that Jason had been spending the day cooking at the restaurant he worked at where he was head chef and he was going to make this big meal for her and the whole family. He was cooking for 13 people. Then he gets the call, they're not coming, they're going to Mezzaluna. So uh, he was furious and hurt because he didn't have this... He, he, I was cooking food for all of you, and you didn't come to my house? Yeah. So people... Well, no, to the restaurant. To, I'm sorry, yes, to the restaurant. I apologize. So the theory then goes that he went to Nicole's house to confront her. Maybe not to murder her. Yeah. But, but then to maybe be like, he, why didn't you come to mine? Right. Well, then maybe he got there and saw Ron there and was like, oh, is that why? Because you're this guy over my dad. Or, yeah. And maybe he raged. And then that, that he would have killed him. 
And that could, that could feed into Yikes. why why Ron could have been killed first, and then right. Nicole could have heard that, like and the she other man the or door. something. And then he rushes right. her, right. and subdues oh her, and God. then that's that's what they say that the two men could have been one of two things: either he helped OJ escape, or he did it, and then. Called his dad and said, listen, I need your help. OJ went there, mm-hmm. saw the crime scene. That's why his shoe prints were there. That's mm-hmm. why there was evidence of him there, but not evidence that may enough to convict him of murder. Right. And then he left with his son, and then that's why he was late maybe you know, getting to the airport. Not because he was murdering, because he was trying to help Jason. Yeah. Um, so, I, to me, that makes perfect sense. I could see that. Um, so that would explain, that, you know, that would explain the DNA in the blood saying, like, it's not a direct match for OJ, but it's it's Well, and the hair, the hair right. within the beanie was also not a direct mm. match. It was like a one in 170 million match, meaning it was just a, a close relative, um, family right. family relative. Um, the wow. other interesting thing that we haven't mentioned yet is Nicole's watch that yeah. was broken or stopped at 10.15, so a lot of people think that that was... Either the time that she was killed or it was still an an indicator of when things went down because her watch was broken and stopped at 10, 15 p.m. Yeah. Wow. Well, it would have been p.m. It did, you know, but. Yeah. But it's, it's all of this. And the worst part about all of this is that, like, we'll never know. OJ has never said anything. For those of you that are wondering what happened to OJ, OJ Simpson in 2007 uh, was arrested for (laughs) just about everything. Um, he was in uh, Las Vegas. He'd lived a uh, sad life after the trial. He'd lived in Palm Beach, Florida. He'd tried to become a celebrity again. He was doing booby movies, not necessarily porn, but like topless girls. And he'd go, I'm OJ, you know, and like, <laughs> you know, gone wild. yeah, that kind of stuff. stuff. He, it was sad. Aww. And eventually he became kind of like um, almost like his own little kingpin. He got a little group of guys together that idolized him, and he started feeling like a tough guy. Mm -hmm. And he found out that there was a guy who allegedly had a whole bunch of his personal effects. Um, It turned out he was just selling memorabilia that had also come from a lapsed storage locker Mm -hmm. that he had bought and had had a bunch of signed autographs and stuff, and O.J. wanted it back. So they set up a meeting where this guy did not know he was going to be meeting O.J., get him in the hotel room. There's a gun pulled. Um, There's recordings of O.J. saying nobody leaves. But to be fair, he wasn't really kidnapping anybody. He just wanted to get some stuff. But yeah. also a bunch of the stuff that they took from that night wasn't just OJ's. It was other memorabilia they stole from this man. So OJ uh, is arrested. Um, and he is... The book has never been thrown harder at somebody. In fact, he he was, he was uh, found guilty of multiple things, including... Uh, kidnapping, extortion, armed robbery, and this judge went, you know what? Fuck you. And it was, how many years? It was like 15 years or something to the day. 10 years to the- He was sentenced, yeah. To to the day. Yeah, of Nicole's death. Of Nicole, of the day he got off, I think. Wow. Oh, I thought it was of her. It was- uh, Wow. And that he, they literally said- yeah, it was like 13 day, years to the day or something that he was sentenced for these crimes. And she was she gave hard 15-year handouts for some of these, the maximum sentence on all these. He should have done five to six years. Because one she, of them was kidnapping, 
because uh, he was. They had audio. That was what kind of got him. Was that there was a guy in the room with a tape recorder. Oh man! And when they walked into the room, he said, "Nobody, nobody in this room leaves, or nobody leaves this room." And so, yeah, that was their kidnapping kidnapping Mm -hmm. charge. But but... she threw the book at him, Mm -hmm. gave him thirty-three years in prison for this. And he, I mean, he didn't really do anything. He went in to get some stuff. I mean, this wasn't a violent crime. Yeah, yeah, but. This was the justice. Judge was waiting. This was judge justice. Was they waiting. were waiting, and he is now in prison and will die in prison. And he Damn. looks. He is an old, fat, unhealthy-looking man. Damn. And uh, I mean, Oof. it's a sad life. And you, you, you do that. You go, man. It's it sucks that that's your life, OJ. But the fact is, is that, especially if you didn't do anything. But I don't believe you didn't. Yeah. But there's so many holes to this because now that we've looked at all this and you look back and you go, well, maybe Jason did do it. But why the why the car chase? Yeah. I mean, why this? Why that? Why that? There's so many little things. Plus, it, it just meant so much for our society, the way we watch crimes, the way we watch re- reality, how it became more interesting, how we're con- continually. I mean, go home and you're probably watching a reality show right now. There's probably 10 of them on your TV <laughs> right now. Are you listening to a podcast? Yeah. Oh, you're I a multitasker. Do it. Multitask. I do it. All right. Uh, but it's it's really fascinating. So let's uh in closing, let's just go around the table real quick. Danny, who did it? Oh, I think Jason. And the reason I say that is I think it makes perfect sense. I think that um just kind of the love of a father would kind of be fuel for that. I think he would um go to bat for him because I think that he would know that there was probably absolutely no way that Jason could get off for this murder because he's just a, a kid, a, some dude's kid, yeah. essentially. But OJ, he has money, he has notoriety, he has fame. I think that he knew that that was going to uh, work in his favor. And I think that you can explain the chase in the sense that OJ still, if he decided, okay, I'm going to protect Jason, I still have to go this this path of turning myself in, and this people are still going to think differently of me. I mean, you still have to kind of almost overnight or you know zero to sixty realize and come to terms with what your life is going to be. And yeah. I think there could have been a sense of panic of truly not wanting to turn himself in and maybe contemplating suicide and, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, this is my only option, or I have to out my son. <laughs> um, I think that he did think that he would get off uh, with his money and, and things like that. Um, there's a lot he of did. stuff we didn't okay. mention, um, like Jason's time card and leaving work early that night. Yeah, Just the- those kinds of things that if you'd like to get into it, you can find more out about the Jason theory. But um, that's where my money is. I think Jason did it. I think there's plenty of motive, and I think that OJ covered it up for him uh, because he knew he could get away with it. Nice little bow. That was a nice package there. <laughs> that was really uh, good. I like that. <laughs> Melissa? I I hate to say it, but I completely believe that OJ did it at this point. Really? From everything I know about domestic violence and um, the way it changes people and the way they do just black out and kind of go into a trance and they can't deal with it after. And the people I've known personally that have done it, both men and women, because men do get beaten in relationships just like women do. It's just a lot harder for them to get sympathy and for people to believe. And a lot of the people I know who actually do this stuff, I like them. They're charismatic <laughs> people. They're You would never guess. Same yeah. as like OJ. Like You would never guess. They're good people. They're even good together, like as a couple. When you see them places, like you think, wow, they're really happy. They're a really good couple. And then there's this whole secret side that just comes out in almost every, and I've known a lot of these relationships for years, and I've seen them progress. And almost every relationship that starts as verbal and emotional abuse will eventually get to the point of physical. It always turns physical, and it always comes to a point, if it goes long enough, where it starts to become life or death. And, I mean, I hate to say that, but... 
if anyone's in any kind of abusive relationship, get out. There is help. You have so much support. Reach out to anyone. Like, it's better on the other side. No matter what you tell yourself, it's better to be away from that. And I honestly believe OJ did it. Like, Mm. especially watching this, which is funny because at the time I didn't. Yeah. At the time I was totally like, he's being set up. It was drug dealers. Oh, my God. But now it's just... You believe it. Yeah. My After seeing sinker. everything, I'm just like, and watching that, the ESPN yeah. documentary was so good, So in-depth. Mm-hmm. So in-depth. And it was also really um, fair for yeah. being like just ESPN. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't, was it really wasn't impressed. super biased. I was really impressed with how they did it. So, yeah, I'm 100% OJ did it. We got an OJ and a Jason. Okay, well, I, you know, I you see both. the tiebreaker. I see both your points. <laughs> uh, you know. You think it was the drug However, dealers, I huh? do say this. I do say this. <laughs> Um, I think that with a history of domestic abuse and with a history of violence in a family, you could also justify that that could then create a monster in a child. Oh, absolutely. Um, who grew up yep. seeing this. So I can see it from both sides. I can see yeah. that a, a, a wife beater might never change, but I can also see that he might pass it along to his son. Uh, I'm going to say that somebody with the last name of Simpson did it. <laughs> I'm going to say 100% that somebody with the last name I'm of Simpson committed this crime. That. It was Homer. Uh, Homer. <laughs> it might Don't. have been Homer. Bart. Um, yeah. Uh, we want to hear from you. Who do you think did it? What do you think of this? Uh, what part of this? Because there's so much to this. We could have done a three-hour episode on OJ. We left so much. I mean, truthfully, there's so much detail to all of the well, uh, theories. Well, that's and, why the ESPN yeah, documentary ESPN did seven, seven and a half hours. hours. <laughs> I mean, to every oh every God. theory. Like, yeah. I mean, details about the gloves, details about the this. You right. Know I mean, like, each thing it's has hard so not much, to. but we got the overall. Yeah, it's hard It's hard to be able to do all of that. Um, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, I want to hear from you guys. Also, uh, as you might know, last episode we talked about wanting to do a special episode for episode 50, and then we really didn't do it because we realized that it would probably make more sense to do it for episode 52, yeah. since this is area, <laughs> area 52. 52. So the number, eh, see what they're talking about. So uh, we're going to do um, one more before we do the special episode. Uh, watch on our social media because I will be letting people know. What we want to do is I don't know that we have the ability to have people call in. We tried to use this thing, and we could only get like one call at a time. Right. So and I know there's a lot of you people in the UK who probably won't want to stay up till 430 in the morning to hopefully try to call in on the one line that we have available. So I'm going to give you guys an email address. And what I'll have you guys do is record your questions on your phone and just record them like as an MP4 and just email them to me and we'll play them on the on the uh, on the show. And then we'll be able to answer them that way. Uh, so that nobody has to kind of try and, and call us in at the time. And we'll just make it mo- so much easier that way. So, that uh, sounds fun. So yeah, so stay, uh, stay tuned for that. Also, make sure you follow us on Instagram, follow, like us on Facebook, Twitter, the whole nine. Subscribe. And uh, right on. This was a fun conversation. I mean, it wasn't this a was fun, fun topic. Was let's not let's put it, not put it. It wasn't well, a fun it topic, really but it was a good discussion for a yeah. while. Yeah, it yeah. was it was really good. So, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks so much for listening again this week. Uh, on behalf of Danny, on behalf of Melissa, and everybody here at the Area Two Fifth Area Two Area Area Two Five Area Two Five Fuck it. We'll see you next time. <laughs> About. We talk about me. I can't take credit. It's God given. Let's talk about me here a little bit. Why do people wonder about my intentions? And why do people ask me so many questions about how I made it to the top? About all the times 
I make those teams defensive stops. They say, yo, coach, there's no stopping the juice. And when I'm on the field, I'm like a lion going loose. You better shoot me with a tranquilizer drug. Don't be fool, stupid. I'm not a Simpson named Bart. I'm not a cartoon. You silly baboon. You look like a tiger. It's a state of monsoons. Can't you see the only way I live my life is large? And I got the most games with 200 plus yards. <laughs> Buffalo is like one, two, three. 